Good morning. So um, as I mentioned at the beginning of the service, we are in this kind of unique and interesting time leading up to Commitment Sunday on February the 12th. Uh, and so over the let's see, last week, this week, and next week, we'll be highlighting just some of the ministries and some of the things that we do around here, because it's important to remember that instead of just going through the motions and uh, stumbling along. And uh, last week, we talked about some of the like outreach and mission-type ministries. So, I mentioned uh, Benjamin Helge and his wife Becca, who are missionaries in the Czech Republic that we support. I mentioned Martha and Tim Matsky, who are, uh, who are missionaries in the Solomon Islands with Wycliffe Bible translators. Of course, that's the correct version. I actually said Lutheran Bible translators because I'm new and I still don't know what's going on. Turns out they're with Wycliffe, so whatever. Uh, and hopefully in the next uh, couple weeks, in the next month or so, they're actually going to make it out here, and we get to hear about what they're doing. And then we also spent a good chunk of time highlighting our mission in the international district called God Cares About You. You heard a little bit more about what they're doing and how you can get involved, although if you recall, an insane percentage of the people here have in some way contributed to that ministry, which is awesome. Now, quick word, again, more or less a housekeeping item. What is this Commitment Sunday? Because it's worth mentioning every single time. Commitment Sunday is not a fundraiser. It is not a pledge drive or anything like that. We are not looking to raise a certain amount of money for a specific project. At its heart, we, those of us who have to put together budgets and plan the ministry ahead for a year or maybe even a little more, just find it really helpful to know roughly how much people might contribute as part of their general discipline of tithing or generosity or however you want to say that. This isn't just about money. It's also an opportunity to rededicate or re-pledge yourself to prayer, to service, to Bible study, and all of that good, those good things. We'll rece- you'll receive a letter. Actually, we, because I think I'm going to get one too. You'll receive a letter that will give you the opportunity to check it off. And then on Commitment Sunday, you get to go through the ritual of bringing it up and laying it before God. Um, if you are joining us online, you can mail it. Uh, again, another uh, housekeeping item, this stuff is totally private. It is not binding in any way. If God leads you to give more or circumstances mean that you have to give less, nobody's going to mention it. And in fact, only one person in this whole congregation will actually see this information, and I think he only looks at it once, just to you know, calculate it all out. That's it. Think of it more like an opportunity to reimagine or prayerfully consider just the ways that you normally support this ministry. Okay, if you have any questions, you can talk to me and I'll point you to the people who actually know what's going on. Uh, Today's general theme is the ministries of caring. Caring about those around us, caring about the community. And what's interesting to me is that historically, and when I say historically, in this case I mean 
roughly the time of the New Testament. The idea of caring about the welfare or well-being of somebody who is not part of your family unit or part of like your like inner business relationships is completely foreign. It sounds strange to us, but within the Greco-Roman world, I'll say it again, the idea of caring about people with whom you are intimately connected did not exist. Now, you might say, well, that's really cold-hearted, that's really selfish, that's crazy. Kind of. But they wouldn't have known that because that idea didn't really exist until suddenly this group of people who orient themselves around this guy from Nazareth who was executed by the Roman state, uh, and then that takes on some bigger significance. They started saying in very different and complicated but very inspiring ways that his death somehow stands in the place of ours. And then, lo and behold, three days later, his inner circle starts going around saying, no, he's actually still alive. We've seen him. They start spreading around the Roman Empire, and relatively speaking, almost overnight, the idea that people might care about other people not connected to them starts to spread. As you might imagine... That's pretty attractive. If you found yourself down and out, not part of the elite, not necessarily the most educated, those on the margins of society, basically the everyday guy that doesn't really matter, and you start encountering these, uh, the, this group of people that live in a very different way, they'd say they live in the afterglow of the resurrection, well, sign me up. I went in on that. And that's one of the features that caused the movement that we are a part of to just explode. And it's enormously inspiring. We do not have the time this morning to really dig into it. This community, Christ Lutheran Church and School, has a lot of different ways that people care for each other. There's a whole lot of like just unofficial things, like that's just what some of the people here do. Uh, my wife and I learned that uh, very, very practically when uh, we moved here and then we went through the uh, punishments, the wrong word, but I'm just, just going to use the, the, the punishing experience of trying to find a house in Albuquerque. Um, yeah, the people who are laughing, no. Uh, and then we found a house, and the only reason, basically, that we got it is that nobody else wanted it. And, and so, as you might imagine, a lot of work ensued, and people kind of popped up saying, oh, you need some tools? Yeah, you can just borrow that, and we don't need it back until you're done. People showed up to help us do stuff and haul stuff, and and you get a sense that this is just sort of the thing that, some of the things that they do here. Um, I distinctly remember getting a call from somebody 
saying, hey, yeah, we're kind of on our way to the dump, which, by the way, the Albuquerque dump is awesome. Like, you just go and pay a couple bucks, and then, boom, this is somebody else's problem. Uh, it's just so cool. But they, <laughs> they, uh, they said, yeah, we're, we're on our way. Like, I know you've got a bunch of, like, down trees and stuff that the insurance company was going to threaten to not cover you anymore, so you had to cut them down. You want us to just grab them? I'm, I'm not going to say no. That's amazing. And then it come to find out after just a little bit of poking, they were on their way to the dump because they were helping somebody else out connected to the, to, to, excuse me, to the church and school, and we were just on the way. It's like, wow. Is that the kind of people these are? That's awesome. And there's a lot of other stuff that happens behind the scenes. If, if somebody passes away and there's a funeral here, there's a whole group of people that you just kind of say the word and they, bam, put together a whole like reception and they'll feed those who are bereaved. Again, that's just the kind of thing that happens here. Um, I could talk about plenty of the different ministries here, but then... Uh, that would take forever. But we as a community here, Christ Lutheran Church and School, care. We care about those who are connected to us. We care about those who are not connected to us. We care about our community. Because we live in the afterglow of the resurrection. If Jesus died in our place and for our sin and God raised him from the dead to create a new reality called the resurrection, well, we just live in that. And this is a natural outgrowth of that moment. So the ministry that I'm going to highlight today is called Stephen Ministry. You notice that there's some balloons and a table and some cookies I noticed some people were grabbing cookies ahead of time for the service. I'm not even going to go there. Enjoy your cookies. Um, it's a great ministry, and so I sat down with uh, some of the ringleaders to talk a little bit about it. I brought our camera to give them the opportunity to explain to the rest of us what Stephen Ministry is and what they do. And so hopefully that video is up and working. And Phil, if you want to fire it away, there we go. For me, it was uh, after my dad died that I was uh, struggling and wrestling with a lot of grief. And there were some other personal issues going on. And... Um, found myself just needing some extra support and I came to the team and said um, I think I need a Stephen minister and was assigned one and from the first day that we met she opened up with in such a way that I, I cried with her on the first day which always even when I say this now it surprises me because I don't cry easily um, but through that, she uh, walked with me and met with me every, every week. And what was so healing um, and helpful was that she was there for me. That we could talk about what was going on in my life. 
But my Stephen minister was um, there to listen. She didn't judge. She never told me I shouldn't feel that way. She met me right where I was, and um, I needed that. I needed that total acceptance. And then, of course, she asked open-ended questions that helped me process some things and eventually uh, helped me to, to find my way back to some of, um, in a sense, normal and not so angry or feeling so lost with what I was going through. So I would recommend anybody who's needing care to reach out and get a Stephen minister because it's well worth it. And God certainly, certainly is using it to help heal people in a lot of different ways. So Stephen ministry is a listening ministry that is a way for people to have some accompaniment and some support during times of trouble. We are called to love others as Jesus loved us. And in Stephen ministry, we can do that by just listening. I think that when we encounter people and they come to us and they're burdened and they're um, struggling and they're tired and they're hurting, and we can offer them a window of time each week. We can offer them focused attention and we can offer them just acceptance and listening. That that makes a big difference in how they feel. And as they start to open up and start to process some of their feelings and start to communicate what's been kept inside for a long time that they haven't been able to feel strong enough or safe enough to express. The anxiety and the pain that they're feeling and reflecting on their face, suddenly we notice it's changing to feelings of calm, comfort, and peace. And that happens because God is working through us. And that is an amazing opportunity for us to participate in God's healing. Stephen Ministry was founded by uh, an individual who was both a clinical psychologist, trained um, as a clinical psychologist, and also was a Lutheran pastor. And what Stephen Ministry does in the training is actively equip the Stephen Ministers with listening skills, um, ability to help individuals in crisis situations uh, with their feelings, um, wherever they're stuck, and also uh, has that Christian faith foundation that is a spiritual foundation that is just, it transcends regular caregiving. I worked in the mental health field for about 30 years, and um, I'm well acquainted with lots of therapies and different types of theories about why, why something uh, 
is useful or helpful. And what I found is that what really transcends or makes Stephen ministry different is that God is walking alongside of that relationship every time the care receiver and the care giver, the Stephen minister, meets. Um, and actually, it's palpable. It's right there. But I think there have been Stephen ministers that get it and get it during the course of their relationships with their care receivers and come back and say, this was, you know, the Holy Spirit was right there. Uh, and when you hear those stories, um, I know I'm getting chills thinking about it right now because it's there. It's, it's true. Um, God is walking alongside of, of the care receiver and the caregiver. And the Stephen minister is that, is that conduit. Well, as a retired pastor with a lot of years of experience with Stephen Ministry, I have really come to appreciate the support it provided me and my ministry, as well as the parishioners and congregation who were involved in the ministry as well. The major benefit for a pastor, judging from my experience, would be that I was, I'm not alone anymore. Because in the Stephen minister, whether it's two people, a pastor and one other person establishing the program, or a large group of people, you're bound together in confidentiality of the information you share. You're giving and receiving care to each person in, in the ministry. To sum up uh, my relationship with Christ and the Stephen ministry, just would be summing up how my brokenness has been healing over the years and keeps healing each day that I wake up. And I hope I wake up for a few more yet. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> but there's a song that sums it up for me, a gospel song based on Psalm 40. He brought me out of the miry clay. He put my feet on a rock to stay. He put a song in my heart to sing. A song of praise, hallelujah. To go from sorrow to song, from brokenness to wholeness. I spent my life with the Stephen ministry. I believe God's placed us at this time and this place. We have a family here at Christ Lutheran. And... Um, with that family, there are people that are hurting, that are going through grief, through loss, through new things that are happening that are just stressful. And that family actually expands to our school, our community. Um, Jesus says, love one another as I have loved you. Stephen Ministry gives us an opportunity to do that. And maybe you don't think uh, you have the skills to do that, but don't worry. Stephen Ministry uh, can teach you those skills. Uh, we have 50 hours of training, and uh, they're very beneficial. Listening, learning how to listen, how to deal with feelings, how to be assertive, how to ask open-ended questions, how to 
deal with crisis, how to deal with grief. Um, and those kind of skills transcend just Stephen ministry. They can help in your home life. They can help at work. They helped me at my work, um, building teams, listening to what people were really saying instead of, hey, I want it my way. Uh, built a lot stronger teams that way. But, um, you know, Stephen ministry gives a chance for you to grow as a Christian, care for others, as Cheryl said um, in what she was talking about. Stephen ministers are blown away how God works in this caring relationship and how you grow to be more like Christ, um, how the Spirit moves you to do this caring ministry. Um, so if you're looking for something that's radical, something that um, will change the way your life is, come be a Stephen minister. It's a great thing to do. So that's just one example. It's an organization that uh, gives us the opportunity to learn how to listen and then unleashes that in a very structured and very healthy way to enable some of our own to be there and walk alongside others. If you want to learn more about it, there will be people at the table. Also look for people with name tags that identify themselves as associated with Stephen Ministry, and I'm sure they'll, they'll love to tell you all about it and how you might be able to get involved, or if you are going through something where you need a Stephen minister, I'm sure they would be happy to help. Um, one final comment, and then we'll move on with the service. Um, I've also noticed that, at least to my memory and knowledge, which, eh, uh, is that every time thus far during my time here at Christ Lutheran, if there's been a member or somebody connected to our ministry that has been in need, has been uh, hospitalized, going through some kind of crisis, which would mean I should either give them a phone call, check in, see what they need, go visit them in the hospital, or so on, people here have beaten me to that every single time. I have yet to be the first person to make contact. That's really good. This, and, and to be perfectly honest, that makes us special. Uh, and again, we do that because Jesus first loved us. As you are able, I invite you to rise.